Ready, go! Welcome, dance lovers, to Ask a Dancer with Stacey Morgan. Hello and welcome to Ask a Dancer, the podcast for aspiring dancers and performing artists, where we interview industry professionals across a wide range of performing arts genres. My name is Stacey Morgan, and I'm the principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts, a dance school on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. A superstar on today's episode of Ask a Dancer, judge from Dancing with the Stars, ex-Australian ballet dancer and musical theatre superstar Josh Horner. This interview is a little bit special. This was the first live interview that we have performed for Ask a Dancer and it was recorded live at Disneyland where Josh is currently teaching. I was lucky enough to be on tour with my dancers from Port Macquarie Performing Arts. We were on tour with Dance Around the World. Dance Around the World are the performing arts group travel specialists, offering choir, dance and band performance opportunities all around the world. With over 25 years experience, each of their professional team of trained consultants offer expert product knowledge and personalised customer service for each of their tour groups. With over 15,000 students, teachers and families having travelled with Dance Around the World to America, Asia, Europe and the South Pacific. If you'd love your dance studio to go on tour, get your dance teacher to contact them at dancearoundtheworld.com.au. And now let's get into our first live interview. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the very first live episode of Ask a Dancer. I'm very lucky to be in the United States of America at the moment touring with my dancers from Port Macquarie Performing Arts. And we were very lucky to have as the host of our showcase performance the fabulous Australian dancer, choreographer, director, performance, everything master guy, Josh Horner. Josh, is that a good intro for you? Is that all your things? I think it's acceptable. It's very grand. Thank you very much. It's nice to know that I'm part of all those things from being a dancer choreographer, director, you know, all that. It's Thank you. That was good. Absolutely. The career that you've had that's taken you from Australia, central coast of New South Wales, taken you all the way to here, living, breathing, working, Disney, Los Angeles. It's just fantastic. And we're all very proud of you. Oh, that's good. I mean, I remember, I mean, you're lucky that you could bring your students over to experience a opportunity of going to Disneyland. When I was little, I remember mum and dad had, uh, we videoed um, the Disneyland's 30th anniversary and it was my only attachment to Disneyland apart from the Walt Disney books as well and stories. So um, I never, my only attachment was this video and after every day at school, I would watch this celebration of Disneyland's 30th and you saw, you know, celebrity performances, you saw all the characters, Drew Barrymore was kind of like the host as a little child, so you sort of saw the show through her eyes and that is pretty much my biggest inspiration of why I'm here now and doing what I do and it all came from a video and that obsession of like watching something over and over and over that, you know, I I didn't realise at the time but I was really kind of, you know, making my future I was you know putting the destiny of where I wanted to go into the universe going I want to be at Disney I want to be in that creative energy in this creative world that we live in at Disney and then now here I am so it all you know came from that that is so awesome and I love I love stories where that visualization really works out so for young dancers thinking about you know where do I want to go what do I want to what do I want to do dream big Find what you want to do, put it up on the wall, watch it over and over, immerse yourself in it and then do it. Yeah, one of the biggest things I find with young dancers these days is 
they sometimes I ask them where do you want to go with your careers if they're coming to do an audition workshop with me and a lot of them go oh I just want to dance anywhere and sometimes I feel it's not the right answer to have you should be able to know if you're a strong classical dancer or if you're a contemporary dancer or if your hip-hop is way more stronger than you would be more commercial dancer and once people learn what they're good at and I know a lot of dancers are probably listening to this going, but I'm good at everything. Yes, I get that, but you need to plan a path. So I was, you know, good at everything, and I started out as a ballet dancer, and then I moved into the more musical theatre. And our, our careers are kind of short, so as soon as you find a flavour that you really love, then you can build your dream around that. No one's going to just go, oh, you know, a dancer saying... I, I want to do whatever is handed to me. No, 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 no. You need to, like, be very hungry for it. And the best thing about being a dancer these days is there's such a huge climate for stuff. There's, there's you know, Disney cruise ships and other cruise ships. There is, um, if you're an acro dancer doing lots of, like, flips and things, all the Cirque du Soleil shows around the world, um ballroom dancing there's like if you I mean I wish I was a ballroom dancer sometimes oh, because you know I find that those ballroom professionals they've had amazing careers on Dancing with the Stars and then there's other really great ballroom shows and I think as a boy if there's any young boys listening to this learn how to partner a girl learn how to dance with a girl and how to lift a girl properly because that was golden for my career we kind of digressed there a little bit. I'm sorry. We just started talking. No, no, that's great. And I guess uh, well, my next question was based on give us the, the Cliff Notes version of how you went from ballet star Josh Horner to now getting to Disney. And, you know, part of that is obviously that great partner training as well. This is a long story and I'll try and keep it really short. Um, when I was in the Australian Ballet, our first tour was to New York City. And I was 19 years old, it was my first year in the ballet company, and I got to go to New York. And at the opening night function, there was these a young couple in the corner of the room, and I thought, oh, they look lonely, I'm going to go say hello. So I went and said hello, and they were like, what do you want to be after the ballet company? And I was like, I'm going to be an entertainment director at the Walt Disney you know, Resort for the company. And they were like, oh, our friend works for Disney. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Never thinking that, you know, this is in the days where email was just coming out. And so they said, oh, give us your, we'll give you our email address and we'll connect you with our friends at Disney. Long, long story short, they connect me with the people that they're friends with at Disney. And it was a guy called Adrian and Rick Rothschild. And he kind of created like the rides like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where they're kind of a a 4D visual ride where you wear 3D glasses and water might squirt out at you. And Anyway, he, he created rides. He then introduced me to this other guy called Tom Fitzgerald. And at the time, Tom was working at the park and he was an Imagineer, which is, you know, someone that creates all these new concepts and designs, rides and characters and things like that. And Tom met me and then I, I, I every time, like throughout my career in the ballet company, Whenever I got holidays, I might pop over to LA and I would always have dinner with Tom and always kept Tom networking, networking, always telling Tom, you know, oh, I'm doing this ballet now. Oh, Tom, I've moved into musical theatre. Tom, I'm doing... So then I, 10 years later, there we go, we fast forward 10 years later, I had just finished doing Billy Elliot on Broadway and I was like, okay, I'm in America now. I have my green card and I'm, I've got my visa to be here. So I messaged Tom and I was like, Tom, my Disney dream is ready to be lived. And 10 years later, Tom became a massive executive 
at Disney and then he introduced me to all the big executives at Disney and that's how I got to Disney. So it, it's, it's a lesson to anyone that you might talk to someone, you know, 10 years ago, but it's really important that, you know, you keep those networks because that can change or really set a path for your whole future. And that's how I'm at Disney. That is such a great story, especially because it was pre-social media. And now with social media, dancers out there listening, you have such an easy opportunity to be able to keep in touch with these people that you do class with, keep in touch with that girl that's next to you in the front line because you never know where you're going to run into these people in the future. Absolutely. You always need to remember that when you're in your class, your friends are always going to be your future bosses. That's what I've learned. Sometimes, you know, sometimes there's dancers that, you know, might have frustrated me or, you know, we didn't see eye to eye, but in the next audition, there they are as the associate choreographer and they're, they're depicting if you're going to get cast in this show or not. So it's really interesting. But also, like, dancers that take my workshops, I mean, we, ha- we hashtag everything. So, like, and with Instagram, you know, dancers always tagging me in their, like, fantastic, cute videos of, you know, doing tricks on the beach or something more <laughs> like, you know it's well that's why I also started Dance Upon a Dream because it's a a really fabulous way through social media that I can I can't be at a Steadford's every weekend in Port Macquarie or on the Central Coast or in Melbourne or in Perth and it's a wonderful way through YouTube and getting your your videos recorded that I can actually keep an eye on everyone and it also help with assessing videos and parents getting you know personal critiques from myself it's uh It's a totally different world to when we grew up, yeah. Absolutely. So talk to us a little bit about Dance Upon a Dream because that's, you know, one of your dreams that you've created and that's come to life. It's really exciting. As as I'm getting older, I uh, wanted a way to, to stay in the dance world but not... Uh, have to dance so much so I could see when I was judging a lot of dance competitions in America I would always sit there and I would think I wonder what the Aussies would be like if I threw a couple of Aussies in right now how they would like compete how would they fare up with all the other the Americans and then the idea came I was like we got YouTube everyone's putting their routines on YouTube that It's very weird. Americans love to show off. Americans love to put their videos on YouTube, and Australians, I get it, we don't like to show off our choreography because we don't want anyone to steal it. But sometimes we all get inspired by the American choreography, and then we put it in our own solos. When it comes to choreography, this is a whole other subject, when it comes to choreography, you know, I don't think anyone's really reinventing the wheel. It's how the dancer portrays the steps and how they execute them that really identifies choreography. Um, I've got Bubba waking up. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of ambient noise here today because we are live at Disneyland. So the music you can hear around is part of the Disney experience. They play different music depending on the theme of the land that you're in. And currently we're in Cars Land. We're in Cars Land. So it sounds like we're on Route 66 out in the <laughs> out in a country. We're having a good old time. Um, Dance Upon a Dream. I basically wanted a way to bring our whole community together no matter where you are in the world um, through videos and YouTube I just integrated it all and created an award-winning website that now, uh, it's evolved like anything. Uh, At first it was a worldwide competition and now I've really converted it into the Web Awards which is a kind of like end of year type of 
fabulous celebration of the best of online dance because I think a lot of us watch dance through our phones now or our iPads. We're all like seeing different clips of different things. Some young dancers are getting inspired and creating their own video clips by picking their favourite Justin Bieber song and then making their own routine up to it and editing it and they love doing that and so it needs to be celebrated. So Dance Upon a Dream, anything that's online and to do with dance, we celebrate online magazines and um, online dance photography and Instagram accounts and we celebrate all of it. So Dance Upon a Dream's it's growing. It grows really fast. Sometimes it's hard to keep up with it. That's fantastic. So for young dancers who have these video clips at home or are inspired to make something, how do they get involved with Dance Upon a Dream? Well, there's two portals. There's a free portal and then the Web Awards is kind of like your if you've got your the best routines that you've got, you it's a it's a paid submission that you get nomin- you can be nominated for a Web Award. Um, if you're just sharing your videos and wanting to get noticed, you can use the portal of the free database. Um, but basically, I think I inspire young dancers just to go to the website and look at it. And you can the best thing about Dance Upon a Dream is its sorting button. It can like sort its uh, you know you can choose a a jazz 12 year old solo and you can find what you want to watch you don't have to like scroll through a thousand uh youtube videos you just that's the best button about dance upon a dream i like it too when you want it you want to see who what what people are like in your age category that's where you where it comes in i'm just going to warn our listeners we have a wonderful family that haven't realized we're doing an interview and um they do speak another language and 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 they think they can yell at each other so it's kind of hysterical right now and we apologize if you hear any extra noise coming through so yeah it's quite interesting i i'm doing the signal that one would do to ask them to be a little more quiet and I think it's encouraging them to yell a little louder so lost in translation translation. (laughs) look Josh I won't keep you much longer because you are so busy doing so many exciting things in Los Angeles at the moment of course we're at Disneyland you watch the 30th uh, the 30th anniversary VHS at home over and over and over you ran it out and now we're celebrating the 60th anniversary the diamond celebration at Disneyland tell us a bit about your role here and what you're doing at the moment well I got in a little just before the 60th so let's say like three four years ago I choreographed Soundsational which the parade is still performing now through the day I got to choreograph that parade. I also run all the Disney performing arts workshops. So a lot of dance studios and high schools come to Disneyland to perform and then they'll take a Disney performing arts workshops. And there's a huge variety. We have like puppetry, we have dance, acting, dance audition, singing, vocals, music, orchestra. It's like Disney performing arts is a very big banner and it's one of the you know most popular programs here at the park. Um, and then I have any some sort of third party productions like Dance the Magic where dance studios can dance down the main street of USA I I work for that company as well and outside of Disney I've just been announced that I'm going to have my own TV show in America um, on on ABC Family but it's changed its name it's now called Freeform it's a Disney owned company network and uh I'm having a show, I think at this stage, is going to be called Just Josh. So, oh, yeah. so great. Yeah. 
or it might be called Oh My Josh. I don't know. So <laughs> one or the other. So it's a very kind of uh, docu-series following me and my escapades, even sometimes probably at the park with Disney and Dance the Magic and, and also teaching non-dancers how to dance and my unconventional oh. methods on how I teach people. That's it's all so about great. storytelling. You've got to dance from the inside out. At the end of the day, do not be a strong technical dancer. Be a strong technical dancer with oodles of personality, lots of flavour, lots of colour and magic. That's what we want to see on stage. Absolutely. And oodles and oodles of personality you do have. Josh Horner, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you on Ask a Dancer. Thank you so much. And do you mind if we get in touch in a couple of months and see how the Diamond Celebration goes and to also get an update on Just Josh? Oh, yes. Yes. I'll be asking everyone to watch it so I get the clicks. It's so millennial of me. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on Ask a Dancer. Got a question for one of our dance stars? Tweet your question to at DanceQA with the hashtag AskADancer. Always so much fun to talk to Josh. We hope you enjoyed that first live interview for Ask a Dancer and hopefully we can bring you many more. It was, of course, brought to you thanks to Roz and her great team at Dance Around the World Dance Tours. Don't forget, if you'd like to tour the world with your dance studio, then just get in touch with them. Their website is dancearoundtheworld.com.au and they literally do do tours for dance schools all around the world. We've gone twice now and our students just can't rave highly enough. I can't wait for our next tour. 2020 can't come soon enough. We've got lots coming up on Ask a Dancer including some of your favourite dance stars. If you've got someone to recommend, just get in touch with us at Dance Q&A on Twitter and always make sure you use the hashtag AskADancer. We'd love it if you could leave us a rating or review on iTunes and we look forward to seeing you next time on Ask a Dancer. Thanks for listening to Ask a Dancer with Stacey Morgan. Get in touch with us at WPMPA.co or at Dance Q&A on Twitter.